Welcome to today's podcast, The Contractor's Best Friend. I'm your host, Brad Humphrey. We're sponsored today by Caterpillar and ForConstructionPros.com. In the studios today joining me is Jason Hurtis, our cat quarry and aggregates expert, and Lonnie Fritz, our cat heavy construction and road building expert. Well, boys, do I have a message for us today. Recruiting, we know, is a big deal, and I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> that's, that's a whole nother, probably multiple podcasts, potentially. But one thing I do want think we need to talk about is really the theme for today's topic is that race to transitioning our non-construction new workers to the construction crafts that we need them to be at. More and more contractors are finding that to be the biggest challenge. Most of the new employees coming in, and, and quite honestly, I'm talking about more of the labor, frontline labor areas, uh, certainly have little to no construction background. The days of growing up on the farm and learning how to use bending wire and duct tape and, and just about every hand tool you could find is, is not there like it used to be. And even some of those kids coming off that environment don't always want to go into construction. But it's also, I found, and some of you found this too, with uh, college degree kids in, in construction management programs, uh, programs in project management, the construction sciences. And while they have a physical degree, they may not have had a lot of hands-on experience, so they're still learning a lot as we come into it. So today's topic, I think, is going to be really, I think, inspiring for a lot of the people who are listening today. How do we move toward this? Because it's something everybody is going to deal with because your workforce is getting older and they've already begun retiring in the last five to 10 years. Jason, can I hit you with that first? Work buddy. Okay. That's the, that's the first thing I would start with. Assign the new hire yeah. a work buddy, yeah. whether it's a more seasoned employee, someone that you have trained to be a trainer, yep. do not leave that poor young man or young woman by themselves. Right. Make sure they understand what they're doing and most importantly, why they're doing it. You know, how it, how does it fit in the process? Make them part of the process, make them part of the job. And they're going to want to learn. They're going to be asking more questions and it's going to help you get them up to speed faster. That's a great, well, that's a great first tip right there. And I don't really care whether you call it buddy, uh, mentor, mentor, whatever you call it. But the point is, is as soon as you possibly can move them in with somebody for a period of time, at least even if somebody doesn't talk a lot, they can still watch and learn, right? Exactly. Lonnie, what about you? Yeah. Along those same lines is where are they starting from? You're right. Let's say you're a heavy highway construction company and you're looking at uh, filling three seats for field-based employees, but they just came out of a retail outlet. <laughs> That's a whole different neck of the woods. Big time. You know, we're inside in a controlled environment. Now, welcome to the outside, the environment, the hazards, yeah. you know, and the safety aspect. So understanding where they come from, if they're starting with little to no experience, I'm going to look at potentially sharing the overview of the industry. So me being passionate about construction, that's where my background is. I'm giving an overview of the construction industry. Here are the facets. Here's the value stream. Here are the machines that commonly play, the jargon, yeah. the tools, the machines, the technology. Mm -hmm. There is so much to learn just to have a great starting mm -hmm. point with them before you ever worry about going out, putting them in a ditch, checking grade, putting a rover in their hand and say, oh, they're 27. They have to know what they're doing with technology. So you just became a grade checker overnight. Mm -hmm. 
do they even understand the earth moving fundamentals? Do they understand pipe? Do they understand concrete from corrugated metal, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. There's so much theory to understand first and process yeah. before we actually lace up the boots and make contact with the soil. You guys both have hit on something already really quick. And, and, and one thing that I have, I wrote a book years ago on the seven uh, steps toward employee retention. Second step is developing a 90 day plan. Mm-hmm. And the 90 day plan isn't just saying, okay, you're going to work here, here, here. It's we're going to educate you on these areas. You're going to, we're going to expose you to these tools, uh, this tasks, uh, this area of the job, this safety area you need to work on. And and a lot of contractors want they want people coming in who can already do the job. Certainly the workers do. Mm-hmm. But the cold facts are we're not finding those kind of people right now. No, but I've also heard the the opposite too, Brad. Is they like people that don't have prior experience because Bingo. they don't come with baggage. That's so right. they get That's the opportunity, great. basically a, a clean slate to, to train them in their culture, to train them in the, in the techniques or the processes that they use. So like That's Ronnie a great mentioned, turnaround. yeah, it's, yep. it's, a, it's a balance between the two. If they do have some skills and some talents in the industry, you know, that's going to change your 90 day plan. If yep. they don't, that may tweak it a little bit, but I think either way you look at it to get people that will show up every day, yeah. you know, that's a benefit. Value them and train them. Yeah, I ran across a bumper sticker. I mentioned, I must have mentioned it in one of the uh, construction conferences I speak at because a couple of weeks later, my wife called me and said, you got the most interesting envelope today. She goes, there's two bumper stickers in there. Well, as soon as they, she said that, I knew what she was talking about. I had seen a bumper sticker and I mentioned it and somebody in the class had actually gone online, I think bought a couple from eBay. But the, but the bumper sticker says, if you think education's expensive, try ignorance. True. Very true. And, and, and contractors can relate to that. And so what we have to do is we have to encourage our, our, our industry that it's on us to do this. We're not getting a lot of help. Now, lately, lately, and guys like Mike Rowe has put a lot of muscle and, and money behind some of this across the nation. Uh, but, you know, we could get more involved with tech schools that teach crafts skills. But I do think, and, and Lana, I'd like for you to expand on this. I know Caterpillar's doing this. You're, you're leading some classes. Um, we may have to take more ownership for developing some of those specialty classes for things that we do in our specialty within the industry. Yeah, and you just struck a point there in in my mind is uh, when you say taking on training and stuff in in the multi-generational term is what comes to my mind is we're not passing on from grandfather to father to son and then on to the newborn having four generations that that's not happening today so like we said earlier you could have an employee coming in that has never been in the industry so what is caterpillar doing about that well luckily we have our dealer network Mm -hmm. our certified dealer instructors our certified dealer operators when it comes down to teaching individuals on what the machine is where the features are these of use features what to check what to look for how to operate it most efficiently you know it's designed to do certain work whether it's an excavator dozer wheel loader whatever yeah. the machine may be um, we train hands-on with that we also have other training solutions like equipment training solutions Correct. that are both classroom based and uh, at the controls teaching grade control teaching technology leverage simulators there's all kinds of information and abilities out there that Caterpillar offers. And we always go to the operation side, like I just did. Don't forget technicians. A huge shortage right now in technicians, right? To maintain this equipment, to repair it. We have programs out there as well. Our dealers have programs out there. Trade schools have programs out there. So um, a great opportunity 
to build out an individual's career, especially if you're mechanically inclined, like technology, um, there's a huge shortage and opportunity there and training is available. I'm glad to hear you say that because I, I know Caterpillar takes such pride in making sure that not only we're we providing the best equipment we can, the safest equipment, but also we're providing the system to learning how to run the equipment. Uh, because, you know, a lot of our a lot of our workers today are, are like anything else. I mean, if they can't find it on YouTube or on their, their phone, they're going to they're just going to they're going to get stifled a little bit there. Um, an, another thing I wanted to ask Jason for you is this. Are you seeing the same turnover issues and the training needs in the quarry industry? I mean, is this as big of a deal as it is in the, on the construction side with the crews and all that? Oh, for sure. I, I see it from my counterparts in the waste and industrial side. It's, it's all industries. It's mm-hmm. across the board. And, and I think what's quarries have kind of been more successful about than heavy construction, not picking on Yolani or anything but <laughs> that's okay <laughs> you know manufacturers and and larger companies have had internships before where you get a college person or even a high school person in and and they work alongside Lonnie or myself or someone else and they're paid a decent wage but they're kind of getting indoctrinated to the industry our dealers have adopted that yeah one of the things I've seen a lot of quarry customers take advantage of is internships like manufacturers or dealers have. So they get a, a high school person or a college person in to, to work in the quarry. And, and maybe it's, you know, the refueling job or the lube job, but they get them introduced to the industry to hopefully retain them. Some other things I've seen the quarry um, industry take advantage of is the military. The helmets to hard hats program like my son-in-law is in. They get them out of the military early. They pay them a good wage. They train them. And then they want to stay in that industry because that's that's what they know and that's what they want to progress in. We're going to have to have a whole sex separate podcast on that um, for a couple of reasons. Um, in, in your case, Jason, certainly to expand on not just the, the, the particulars of that uh, helmet to uh, to hard hat transition because uh, those are there are a lot of other programs in the military that are really a lot of contractors don't know is available to them in terms of workers, drivers, operators, CDL, CDLs, the whole CDLs, bit. Absolutely. Yeah. So this has been, this has been really fun guys. A lot it's, at the time's flying by. Let me go ahead and close out with one thing. One of the thoughts that, that I wanted to make sure we, we left with, this is really uh, dependent on the contractor taking the initiative to, to do things. You got to be intentional with this. There's a lot of crying out that we don't have enough workers. You know, we have a lot of young people, high school and junior colleges, that kind of stuff, that never have been exposed to construction. And I'm convinced, I'm just convinced that when some individuals, young individuals get exposed, I think they can get a hunger for this industry. I think they can fall in love with it like the three of us have and others. And once you get in this industry, God bless you, you're probably never going to leave it because no, it, it's true. one of those industries that really puts its hooks in you. And it's a lot of fun. Hey, thank you for listening today. Obviously, we've got a lot more territory we can cover, but we're glad you're with us. Glad you, Thank you for listening, your, your, your time taken with us. If you want some more information or want to listen to this again, obviously just go to uh, cat.com and look in their construction areas. Uh, uh, for the blog and then, or for the podcast and then also for constructionpros.com. Thank you for being a part of today's podcast and uh, go out and make some money and let's hire the right people. Thank you. Find new videos from the Caterpillar team on the Cat Products YouTube channel.